Welcome to the No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. We are so excited for you to start your No New Friends podcast journey. Now, in the first 20 episodes, we've got old microphones that we kind of piece together. So our audio is a little bit rough for the first eh, 20 or so episodes. But there are some classic episodes in that first 20 that we reference all throughout our future episodes of the No New Friends podcast. So just bear with us on that audio. I apologize. But it gets better. We get brand new microphones uh, right around episode 20 or so. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the No New Friends Podcast. And now it's time for the No New Friends Podcast with Scott and Mary. Come on, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. That's right, you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. I am your host, Scott. With me, as always, my co-host, Mary. Mary. We can be heard on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and probably many more. You can email us, nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. We're on Facebook, the Facebook at No New Friends Podcast. Please like, share, follow us. Also, if you'd like to message us or support us, please click on the message or support link in the episode description now i uh, i had an interesting evening last night mary i um tell me about it scott well, i'm here i'm, I'm done with the Mar- re-watching the marvel movies until my mom comes over this weekend we kind of discussed that a little bit on uh, on wednesday's show mm-hmm. and i started watching like marvel documentaries because i, I love documentaries especially hollywood related or music related Oh, see, we differ there. I prefer my documentaries to be about murder or crime. I almost watched a a crime documentary, but I, I just couldn't. I was like, yeah, I don't, I, you know, I feel like just doing something fun. So, <laughs> you know, on Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever, they kind of give you the suggestions of what, mm-hmm. you know, what to watch next and all that. So when I was on, on Netflix and I'm, I'm searching through documentaries, I love I love movies about uh, famous bands or or fictitious bands like. I love uh, Rocket Man, the Elton John movie. I love that thing you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Beach Boys and American Family, which was a made-for-TV movie. I love movies that are kind of like, you know, Hollywood. It, it, that's odd to me. I, those are usually the movies that I don't like. Oh, I, I um, love those. So I love those. They're like the black jelly bean for me. <laughs> so one of my famous, one of my favorite bands of all time is Queen. I absolutely okay. love Queen, and I stumbled upon this documentary. It it was pretty much uh, about Queen and Adam Lambert and how they all came together, which mm-hmm. is a really interesting story because it started he his Adam Lambert's audition for American Idol, which by the way he was on Wicked. He was like in the cast of Wicked before American Idol. He was in the ensemble, but he quit that to do American Idol. And his audition song was Bohemian Rhapsody, which oh. he absolutely slayed. Now, mm-hmm. Simon Cowell didn't love it. And in fact, he voted no to put him through the next round. But that kind of caught the attention of the Queen people, uh, not necessarily Brian <laughs> May Queen and Roger people. Taylor, but... Well, you know, they're producers or maybe they're kids uh-huh. or whatever. There was one episode where he did a, a Led Zeppelin song and he absolutely killed it. I mean, killed it just effortlessly. And that got them starting to really 
pay attention to him because they mm-hmm. they wanted you know Roger Taylor and the, who was the drummer for Queen and Brian May the guitarist they wanted to get back into it but they didn't have a lead singer they they had one guy that just he couldn't hit yeah. all the songs and his style was more rock so he couldn't do some of the more ballads or or mm-hmm. disco stuff so they performed uh, Brian May and Roger Taylor performed at the finale of American Idol where it was Adam Lambert and uh, Chris Allen performing we are the champions with brian may and roger taylor and brian may and roger taylor just fell in love with adam lambert and it was funny brian may is like i i had to like make sure that i didn't favor him when we were playing and (laughs) from from that point on like they kind of knew that they wanted adam lambert now the best thing that could have ever happened to adam lambert is losing american idol because you know if you're on american idol and you're in the top 12 american idol owns you for the year they own, yeah. you for, they own you for a year. And if you win, they own you for 10 years unless someone buys you out of your contract. So he loses and goes on the Idol tour or whatever for a year, performs at some music award show, and it was, like, really over the top. Like, he uh, mimicked fellatio on stage and made out oh, with geez. the keyboardist and all that and, like, kind of a... Um, turned off some of his fans and then he put out um his second song what do you want from me and that was kind of his way of saying to his fans hey what do you what do you want me to do what do you who do you want me to be you mean like what it says what do you want from me yeah what do you want from (laughs) me and at that point they just kind of came together and it's I, i mean it's it's amazing it's it's beautiful how because he's not trying to be freddie mercury mercury Mm-hmm. But he can still do the harmonies with them. So from there, and the whole point of the yeah, I wasn't trying to educate our audience. Yeah, on the, I mean, the you just gave Queen, us the cliff notes yeah. of uh, that entire documentary. No need to watch it now. Not so then, as soon as to. I was done with that, I went straight into the movie Bohemian Rhapsody because naturally, now I was on that's this a natural. Hole. Yeah. So it was a you know I wouldn't say weird night, but you know I I went through documentaries and then capped it off with one of my favorite genres of movies, which is kind of the uh, coming up story of a band. It's, um, it sounded like an educational night. I watched a few, well, 1.5 documentaries on UFOs. <laughs> I can't believe we're sta- we're not, we are not going down that route today. No, and, no, we're not going to talk about that, but I'm just telling you that that's what I watched was, you know, my documentaries of the day were about UFOs. That's, gotcha. Okay. I didn't watch anything else. Uh, I got into a small argument with my apartment complex. Oh, what happened? Uh, well, you know, they trying to start something. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, so I have a little like custom made bike rack that sits, um, outside of my apartment, like in the mulch area. So we're like little, it's really hard to describe, but it's out of the way it's tucked in. You really can't even see it unless you walk up to my front door and right. uh, it's been there. I mean, I've lived in these apartments for a hot minute and I got, a letter delivered and it said second and final notice and I didn't even get the first one uh-huh. and it said that I couldn't have that there like I couldn't have the kids bikes like on this little you know bike rack and it holds like all their stuff and I was like wait a tick what do you mean and so I call the office and of course they don't answer of course and then they call me back and I was like look this isn't cool man I uh, I can't get down with this you know where am I supposed to keep bikes there's no room like I what are you doing right now? I keep talking. My dogs are going nuts right now, and I'm trying to look to see what's going on. It's the it's the landscaper, but the landscaper was here yesterday. 
I wonder if it's the neighbors. Anyway, continue, please. Well, I don't know. I feel like what's <laughs> happening in Winter Garden right now. No, it's not. It's not exciting. Anyway, so I tried to fight the man, and I was like, "Look, you you you're giving me this uh, warning based on you know this article in the lease, but it also says." that you, on your end of the responsibility, you'll keep, you know, this area clean within reason and this and that, but you haven't done that. So I was almost like, I was like trying to like say, well, you didn't do your part, so I can do, you know, I can break rules too. Uh, oh, okay. Um, gotcha. Which was a terrible approach. And then I apologized. I was like, look, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I just need a place to put my children's bicycles. And this was my solution. Right. And then I backed down and the man won. So that's my story of fighting the power. Yeah, you know, that happens in, in a homeowners association too. Like, you know, our, our, some of our, some of our residents in this, in this community, they'll get notices about either pressure washing their sidewalk or mm -hmm. they didn't bring their trash in on time because like you have to have, like, you can't, it can't sit out for a day. It has to be in. And we had this section where it used to be a road and then they made it into a green area. Uh, it, it, it's right outside of a gate going into another community that mm -hmm. the gate no longer exists and forever that thing sat like undone and we called it weed park so <laughs> on on our our residents facebook group they would get notifications that hey you didn't get your trash in and they would bitch and say well weed park has been a disaster for how long and i'm like i'm thinking to myself one thing has nothing to do with the other just because weed park is a mess doesn't mean that you can break rules for your house. Like I get it that getting a notice that you didn't bring your trash can in on time is a little a little silly, but just because the gate is broken or just because weed park is a thing doesn't mean that you can't do your part to keep our neighborhood beautiful. What I need you to do, Scott, is say you're right, Mary, that's a bag of bullshit. <laughs> you should have been able to keep your bikes. And it's classy looking. It's not like the bikes are gross or it's unkempt. It's it's nice. And I've been here forever and they've never right. said anything. They were so like, you, have you know that, what, like, today. In the breezeway in between the other No, it's not even the breezeway. It's right outside my door before like a column. It's okay. not a walkway. It literally is where bushes probably would have gone, but uh -huh. there's just not bushes there. So right. it, you can't see it. It's like tucked in and you can't use it as a walkway because it's mulched. Like, so I hear, there's I, a different walkway. I hear what you're saying, but... You're still wrong. It, look, you're not wrong, and and living in, a, in an apartment is tough, especially with kids, because you've got to figure out how to make all these concessions for, you know, bikes or pool toys or whatever. Mm -hmm. And here, here's the thing, though: if they let you have this bike rack, then what's to stop the next neighbor for having a grill? Or you know, it just it it's if they make one exception, then they have to make a billion exceptions, and then I it's this whole thing. The way they can get around it is that it has to be inspected and approved. Right. Was it so inspected or be, approved? Well, the, I'm saying that that should be an option, Scott. Right. I, I get it. <sighs> I, I think you were just going for the um, ask for forgiveness, not permission type thing. I didn't even really, I'm going to be honest, who reads a lease? <laughs> <laughs> no one. <laughs> and, no one. And I'm going to tell you why. So you know, Rachel deals with commercial real estate and there have been some leases set up with tenants because she works with a lot of the, the tenants. She's pretty much the representative of the landlord, the owner of the shopping center. And they have mm -hmm. written leases that have zombie apocalypse clauses in it. 
Jones. <laughs> and it's it's just for their own amusement and, and as a joke. But you'd be surprised how many people will get through their entire the, the entire lease and not even mention or notice the zombie apocalypse clause in the lease. Yeah, I didn't. I nobody reads those things. <laughs> yeah, you, I you, you, you should. Fine. That's I, that's all I have to say. Is fine. I, I'm not. <laughs> fine. I'm not winning any points with you today, for sure. No, no, none, none. What else do you have going? on? I don't know. I, I I think th this is probably on me. I'm a little feisty today, and I and Why I'm not. Why are you feisty? I don't know. It, it, you know, it's it, we're recording earlier, so that. I don't, I don't know. Like, I didn't get my daily routine in, and, and it's on me. I wanted to record earlier today, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're the I'm one that asked. Feisty. You requested. I, know. I had to move up my mid-morning gluten-free corn dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I rearranged my schedule for you. My bad. My bad. Uh, speaking of early, so we're going to do something a little bit different. Usually, each episode uploads Wednesday and Friday morning at 8 a.m. Now, some of the platforms that we're on there's a delay in publishing the episode. For example, there's one there's one platform that it didn't upload until about 7 p.m. last night or Wednesday oh. night. Right. So I I want to have our listener I want our listeners to have the opportunity to be able to listen to us on the Friday morning drive to work or the Friday afternoon drive. And they don't always get that, especially if they're listening to these platforms that there's a delay on. So we're going to start uploading the episodes sometime Tuesday and Thursday evening, like late, like probably like 11 p.m. or something like that. So it's not really going to affect that much. And it really, it doesn't matter, but I don't know. I, I don't know well, why I made it. Thank you for that. Thank you for that update, yeah. sir. Well, and, and what's cool is I've started getting text messages like, hey, where's my episode? If oh, it's good. like 801, like where's my episode? So that's cool. I, I want to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to listen to our podcast when they want, how they want, and where they want. So that's my solution for right We're now. a podcast for the people. We are a podcast for the people. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you like our podcast for the people, please, you know, share it. Share the good news of the No New <laughs> Friends podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Spread the gospel. Hey, so I sent you videos of TikTok dances. Yes. See, here, here's you... the thing. I, I've, I've watched some of them. And you have to understand, I'm 41 years old. I'm not 12. So uh, uh, I, I don't watch I'm these videos in, in a timely manner. Well, yeah, no, I don't watch these videos in like a timely manner, I'm sure, to your standard. Well, yeah, as soon as I send it, I want you to watch it and give me immediate feedback. Right. Well, I, I can't. I, well, it's not that I can't always do that. I'm not you're really just, doing much. I just You're don't. really disappointing today. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's it's a natural. Sometimes I just don't shut up. Sometimes I just don't feel like looking at my text messages, which is why I have five hundred and three unread text messages. Right, but wouldn't you see one come through from your best friend, you'd be like, "This is probably quality." Yes, but I also know, like, if I see image or video, then I know it's a meme or a TikTok video. So I'm like, okay, or, I can wait on this. What and if I'm the time, sending you? What if I'm sending you a video of my apartment building burning down? Then I would say, why are you sending a video? Call the fire department. Maybe the fire department's already there, but I wanted to show you what was happening in my life. You know what? I'm all done talking to you. This is going to be a short episode. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, that's it for us today. No, <laughs> just, just kidding. You're being annoying. I, I don't know what it is today. I'm just, I'm, I'm feisty. I'm, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's, I, I, I really don't know. I just maybe just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Like, I'm not like, pissed off or or angry or in a bad mood i'm just 
I don't know. I'm just feisty today. I'm just, yeah. I mean, maybe a little grumpy. I, a little I don't salty. Know. A little salty. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But listen, when we come back, I don't know. I, I've noticed I say listen a lot. So I'm going to really work on not saying listen as much. Well, I mean, they are already listening. So. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to do something. Uh, we're going to try something new. We're going to talk about some strange news stories. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. No New Friends Podcast is now using Nikki Podcast Preparations Incorporated, which is a podcast management consultant agency of services that helps independent podcasts obtain more plays, downloads, guests, sponsors, and a bunch of the legwork behind the microphone when it comes to podcasting. CEO Nick can be contacted via Twitter or Instagram at Nikki PPINC. And if you tell him that the No New Friends podcast sent you, we'll both get a 25% discount. Nikki has helped accumulate millions upon millions of downloads, tens of thousands of dollars in sponsorships, celebrity guests, and much more. So just shoot him a direct message to get your podcast growing. At this time, the No New Friends podcast would like to thank one of our supporters. Chris Kelahar. thank you for being a supporter of the No New Friends podcast. You too can be a supporter. It's very simple. All you have to do is click on the link in the episode description and you too, for as low as 99 cents per month, can support the No New Friends podcast. What this does is goes towards new equipment, marketing, and other operating expenses. Support today. And again, thank you, Chris Kelahar. Hey, this is Craig Brooks with Tasty trivia and you're listening to the no new friends podcast welcome back to the no new friends podcast please like and share us on facebook at no new friends podcast you can email us no new friends podcast at yahoo.com and uh you know message us support us all that good stuff by clicking on the message or support link in the episode description now i wanted to do some strange news stories that i came across and i'm very excited for this yeah for the, for this first one and we'll see how this goes for this first one you're not going to be able to hear any of the audio but next week i'm going to really try hard to get our youtube channel all set up so this segment will be on our youtube channel and you'll be able to see what we're talking about now the first story courtesy of um, cbsn is about this Egyptian mummy parade in Egypt and are they they're real mummies yeah real mummies like they're, they're not like stilt walkers at Universal Studios it's real mummies I'm gonna go I'm gonna play the video and we can kind of talk about it as we see it but it's like so extravagant so, so oh, this looks like a movie this I, this I know it looks like a movie but it's it's real and they've they got lighting like, effects and pyrotechnics like what's I know. happening so they're transporting these mummies look at that they've got look floats. at that thing they have floats they're transporting these mummies from wherever they are into a museum and look at the lighting effects in the background like they yeah. set up scaffolding and all sorts of craziness. There's dancers. Look, there's like dancers in the street. It, it is like a universal parade. If Universal was to put on a parade for the mummy, like that's what we're seeing right now. It's really, it's a lot nicer than what I was anticipating. What I was anticipating was kind of the scenery you saw from the movie, the mummy. Like I was thinking like a horse and a carriage type of situation carrying 
No, uh, these are motorized, know. specialized vehicles. And they even that, look like they belong to a mummy. Right. Like they, they, <laughs> they look like theme park floats that belong to a mummy. And look, there's dancers look, with wings. wings. Yeah. My so goodness. you're going to have to check this video out on our YouTube, courtesy of CBS. And it Wait, is, so where uh, did they? Oh, and they have their name on it. Yeah, they have, they have the name, name on the float. Well. Yep. And there, there it's going to the museum in Cairo. Then there's a cannon salute going on. I feel like Indiana Jones is going to pop out any right. second. Uh, hey, it looks like an orchestra conducted by John Williams. I don't, if you are really my best friend, when I die, you would do this for me. <laughs> this is what I expect. All Nothing right, uh, less. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait for for the YouTube channel to come up so you can see this story. It's uh, Or you can Google it. Well, we can put to... the link on our Facebook page too. Okay, yeah, I'll send you the link. But it's okay. a it's a it's a really big deal. I'm this, impressed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> isn't that funny? I'm it's... impressed. And the thing is, is these dudes are dead. They can't even appreciate. I know, it. I know. Like, but you know, mummies are held in. You know, they're the royalty. They're the Egyptian royalty. Oh, I know. I yeah. Know. So that puts any parade that we've seen, either the Main Street Electrical Parade or the uh, Mardi oh, Gras yeah, parade, to shame. For sure. Yeah, 100%. It, you know, honestly, Disney and Universal should be taking notes. Right, right. When I, when I read the story, I, I, I kind of just skipped over it because there was some other kind of, I don't know, cute stories that I wanted to uh, talk about. And then it showed up on multiple searches. So I was like, I got to look at this. There's got to be something. There's got to be something here. <laughs> and it was just a little blip about it. Like they held a, a, a mummy parade. So I'm like, I've got to see this video. And that video is insane. I mean, it, it's. To, to paint a picture for our audience who can't see it, imagine Universal Floats. It, these, these, they transported the mummies in these specialized vehicles. They all match. They had their names on them. And they have, like, drummers going. They've got dancers. They've got people in costumes in this parade. So imagine a theme park parade. But instead of the floats carrying, you know, Gru and the minions, it's carrying uh, King Tut. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, that's a good description, I think. Yeah, super high so I'm I'm working on doing that for you for your funeral. I appreciate that, so. but I almost wish that would come sooner. Not my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> no, like before oh. I'm dead, because then I won't enjoy it. Okay. So I guess my next birthday work on that. Oh, so we're gonna just do it for a birthday. I well maybe I don't know. Okay, gotcha. In, in other news, uh, U.S. Strategic Command deletes tweet that appeared to be gibberish. Uh, the department responsible for nu nuclear weapons concluded oh, that a very, that's a good sign. Yeah, a very young <laughs> child took advantage of the situation when the parent who manages the account briefly left it open and unattended. So the person who manages the U.S. Strategic Command Twitter account which is the department that handles the nuclear weapons, left their phone out, and the kid grabbed the Twitter and started typing I what mean, luckily, maybe appeared to be nuclear codes. Luckily, it was a small child and not, like, a really bad oh, teenager. Could you imagine some that, asshole like, teenager? Of, yeah. Yes. And they were like, fire him away, boys. Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> the world take, goes to war. Take cover. I mean, it would have been like the 2021 version of War of the, you know, Orson Welles' War of the Worlds, where he did the radio show and people thought that there was an actual alien yeah, invasion. See. So the teenager gets on Twitter and says, take cover in Omaha, Nebraska. They're coming for you. 
Yeah, that's that could have happened. He's very lucky that it was a small child. But like, I'm, I'm sure learned. you've had that happen. I'm sure your of kids course. have no, uh, sent but, you emails. Know, I, and No, they haven't sent emails, but they text messages sometimes. But I've learned to, I mean, my phone has a lock on it. They can't get into it. Right. Uh, Grayson is very good at watching and remembering things. So I have to change my passcode because he'll watch me very quickly type it in. Uh-huh. And then he's like, I know what that number is. And he remembers and he'll just because get that's his superpower. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's not, stop. The superpowers. <laughs> Actually, he kind of does. He can remember anybody's birthday if he's heard it once. Yeah, like he'll so go down the a, whole family. He's got the, he just has the a, Sheldon memory, whatever. It, it's not a photogenic or a phonogenic. It's a photogenic. It, so it looks good. His memory looks up. good. <laughs> I'll be Mary, nice to you. What, what is what is the what is it called when someone studies uh, birds? Uh, an aviarian? No, true story. You said you said an ovarian oh, is what you said. That is what you heard. I said an aviarian. You said an ovarian. I, no, it wouldn't have been no. It was an aviarian. Like when we're no, because you were almost closer with the O because it's an ornithologist. Right. So there was a time. When I said stupid things, um, and time <laughs> Mary and I were having a conversation, and it was just a random conversation oh, in the I office don't even in know Stanford. What we were talking about I don't know. And I asked you what type of bird it was, uh, like that. It, I don't know. At some point, I, I asked what bird you saw. Right, and I said, you know what? I, I couldn't remember what it was called. A scientist who studies birds. So I asked him, like, what? What is the scientist that, that studies birds? And we couldn't think of it. I was like, oh, oh, I know. It's an avarian. Because I'm thinking an aviary, which is like a zoo for birds. Um, an I aviary. Still, it'll never not be funny. It's right up there with the traditional traditional lambfish. Lamb yeah, think. that was like a couple weeks apart. That so. was yeah. You were on a roll that week. Um, <laughs> aviary. Yeah, and, but my kids have never actually done anything to really embarrass me when it comes to you know, like getting into my phone. They've made a few phone calls before. Mm-hmm. Um, so every now and then, and sometimes it's not good whenever it's someone who's like a business contact that they accidentally dial, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. That hasn't happened for a very long time. So my I kids mean, haven't accidentally did it, done anything. But, uh, when I first met Rachel's mom, we had dinner at, uh, this, you know, little cool mom and pop Italian restaurant <clears throat> and we were sitting on the patio and, Mike, you know, we gave the kids the lecture, like, be good and all that. And this is just Darren and Michaela. I don't think Abby was there. And so this is five years ago. So Darren was 15, 16. Michaela was 11, 12, something like that. The two of them were complete assholes. Like, they called me out on every flaw that I have had Aww. since they were born to that day. Like, they brought a PowerPoint presentation yeah, to the was, table. I think they were trying to be, I think, I think Darren was trying to be funny because he'll, he'll, he would do that but it it got ridiculous it was so embarrassing it was like yeah remember that time when you did and i don't shit your pants no it was no it was no it was like worse than that it was like stuff to make me look bad in front of who could be my future mother-in-law like oh yeah remember that one time when you locked us out of the house and we didn't get to eat for days like yeah something like that or no when darren was like when 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 you were at Rachel's till 5 a.m., like, <laughs> like, what? Dude. It's none of your business, man. Like, yeah. what? I, I have, when we go out to eat, like, when I go with the kids, I just, eh, this may make me a bad parent. We'll, we'll segue into, am I a bad parent? Because uh, 
I have a uh, just a store, a ton of electronics that I roll into any type of social situation for the kids, specifically the boys, because, you know, they have a short attention span, but Zoe has her own phone. Dexter technically has his own cell phone, but I bring an iPad. I bring a switch. I bring a switch light just in case you never know. Um, and sit down. Here you go. Here's your iPad. Now be quiet. Nice little kid. Don't make a mess in the restaurant. You probably should have tried that with your children. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> but they, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. They're just jerks. And the last story, look, uh, the economy's rough right now and people need uh, multiple jobs. And and so, it, you know, it's tough to juggle two jobs. Well, a Philadelphia prosecutor was demoted for moonlighting on DoorDash during work. So a, pro a prosecutor said he was motivated by personal circumstances to make the food deliveries during work, but admits it was an incredibly poor decision. All right. So during little, work hours, during work hours, he's delivering food. So is he doing this when he's like just reading over like depositions or is he doing this like he's like, can we take a 15 minute recess so I can go run this Jimmy John sub down the road? Like, <laughs> how does that work? I mean, and I can only assume it was while he was like reviewing depositions, but to make the story funnier, it was probably while he was trying to, you know, prosecute a murderer. He's like in, you know, closing final statements and he's like, just one minute. Uh, just one minute. Can we table this for just a second? Just table this. That's a good way to say it. Can we table this uh, for just a little bit? Um, yeah, I don't, is the pay rate for prosecutors just not great? Or? I don't know. I, he was motivated. He's probably had a gambling debt or a drug problem. I, I don't know. I mean, like it's. Don't we all? I who mean, am I? <laughs> who, am I, who am I to judge this guy? I mean, he could have wanted, he could have wanted to buy something really nice for his wife who knows yeah it's true well doordash is the way to do it i guess just not while you're working yeah right so get a second job but don't do them at the same time i guess is the, i mean unless yes, you're true. unless you're delivering uber eats and doordash like you can do Ooh, i don't are you allowed to do that uh you i can't play for used both to, well at, at one point <laughs> i had a lyft driver who was also an uber driver like he did both I think, but that's different, I think. I, I right? don't know. I, I because mean, I it's just an app you turn on. I don't know. I don't know how but, any of it I works, mean, I honestly. guess you, you could do both. But I don't know why you would want to, but you just turn off You turn off the app. I, I mm -hmm. mean, it's kind of like, you know, if you play slots on your phone, you find the hot machine. So maybe that's the thing. Like, if Uber Eats is not providing a lot, if, if Uber Eats has, is having a quiet night, but DoorDash is on fire... I'm going to turn off my Uber Eats and go to DoorDash. Maybe his slot machines were on fire and that's why he needs more money. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. But that's oh. interesting. I, you know, I've thought about that. I've thought about doing uh, Uber Eats or DoorDash or something. I wouldn't do Uber or Lyft because I don't really want anybody else in my car because I don't no, really like No, because then you have to have conversation you with do. them too. And I don't, I don't like to take a lot of Uber rides because I'm like, okay, do I sit up front? Do I sit in the back? Do no, I you sit in the back. Why would you sit up front, you psycho? <laughs> That is super uncomfortable. And are you trying to give someone COVID? Well, no. Okay. No, I'm not taking Ubers or Lyfts now, but there was a time when if I would take an Uber or Lyft, if I was by myself, I sat up front. But and, they don't want you to sit next to them. Well, I've asked the driver. I'm like, do you want me to sit in the front or back? Like, what do you want me to do? And and but like, they'll well, typically say whatever you want whatever you're, because you're they want a good with. tip. But I think out of courtesy, I would sit in the back. And then I only talk to them if they talk to me. 
because I don't want to be a jerk. Honestly, I don't even know why I'm saying anything because I could never be an Uber driver. One, I'm a terrible driver. <laughs> uh, but two, my car is so dirty from children. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Not known for its cleanliness. You know what's funny, though, is I do have the same conversation with the Uber driver every time. It's, hey, how do you like being an Uber driver? Oh, when you ask them how they got into it? <laughs> yeah, and I ask them stories about that. I ask them about that. Like, I don't ask them about anything in life. I just ask them about their job. I, I don't know. Depending on how long the drive is, that's that depends on how deep in a conversation I'm willing to go. Yeah. Typically, I like to just pretend I'm like scrolling on my phone or I put earbuds in because <laughs> it's just, I'm an awkward human. We already know this. Right. I, I am a introverted, extra extroverted introvert. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, things that probably should be illegal. Also, I almost lost a bet with my sister over an actor that was in a movie. So we're going to discuss all of that in just a few. You're listening to the No... Oh, my God. You're listening yes. to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. <laughs> Salty. If you're looking to advertise your business or service, please email us at nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. A captive audience is ready to hear what you have to offer. Contact us today. Again, that email is nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. Hey guys, comedian James John, and you are listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends Podcast podcast make sure that you like follow share us on facebook at no new friends podcast you can email us no new friends podcast at yahoo.com and if you'd like to message or support us please click on the message or support link in the episode description now mary you had something happen where uh you had an encounter with your daughter and you realized to yourself this should probably be illegal Well, it's not. Okay. So it's a combination of things. It's not that I think it should be illegal. It's something that annoys me that probably shouldn't, but if we could make it illegal, that would make me happy. Okay. Um, So Zoe is sitting next to me on the couch and typically I'm not a big fan of eating in the living room just because um, crumbs, mess, whatever. And she's eating a bag of chips and I cannot handle the sound of her chewing. Like, I can't. And they were uh, kettle chips, too. So they're, like, next-level crunchy. Sure. And she's recently lost a few teeth, so she's navigating that. And she's just crunching with her yapper, like, wide open. And I wanted to... Oh, God. Chewing with your mouth open. Oh, I can't. Yes. Why? Why? It should not be allowed. Uh, And it annoys me way more than it should, to a point where I have to get up and leave. Like, I, I get angry when I hear that. So, I wanted to pump the chips out of her hand. Let me ask you a question because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of psychoanalyze you a little bit. Does it annoy you when the boys do it? Absolutely. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then I'm wrong. Because so here's the thing. Well, Zoe I is was, like your mini. And so yeah. Darren does things that I would do and they annoy the hell out of me because he is he's me. He's me. Well, and, and, and so it just annoys me. Here's the thing, though. I was When I was growing up, Chewing with your mouth open was not an option. Like my mom was nasty about it. And so I am very conscious of that. But when I see my children do it, you will take a roundhouse kick to whatever item it is that you are trying to consume. I can't handle that. It should be illegal, um, but it's not. The word moist should be illegal. I don't like that. Why'd you even do that? 
We just lost half our listeners. <laughs> well, between that and the peeps, who you know, who knows? <laughs> oh, it's so gross. Eating peeps should be illegal. You know what should be illegal is leaving your shopping cart in the middle of a parking lot. Yeah, you should get fined for that. Oh, it's so annoying. It's and, annoying, and I think it's rude. It's just a total disrespect for yep. other people. And and they've they've eliminated parking spots just to put this cart catcher in or this cart yeah, return you, area. You don't even have to walk back. Like yeah. if they're going to eliminate park uh, parking spaces, the least you can damn do is is put your cart yes. back. That annoys me, especially when I see it in action and I try not to say anything. I typically don't, but that yeah. frustrates me a lot. I'm sure your kids do this too when they leave boxes of food or snacks that are empty but they just leave the box in the pantry yeah yep. i i will burn the house down i do that though too i've i've, I've left Why a would box you do that is it it's not completely empty but like i'll leave a box with one triscuit left in it why would you do that i don't i, I don't know because i'm a you dude just save it for later <laughs> just in case i want to have one cracker all right I'll, that I'll, tastes I'll, like wicker furniture like I'll, why would you i'll tell you because i i Try not to eat the last of anything that Rachel would want also. So like So if you we think get... she'll want one. She wants one Triscuit. I know, I know. You know, you're you're a really thoughtful husband <laughs> to leave on one Triscuit behind. I leave one Triscuit That's... behind. It, it, like ice cream. There's a this uh it's like triple chocolate it's Trinity chocolate ice cream that we get from Publix. I will make sure that she gets the last helping. Now I'll let it sit there for a couple of days and if it if if it doesn't get touched, then at that point it's fair game and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna finish this or if we're close to another grocery store run but yeah i mean i leave it never empty but with like one or two left no like they'll leave an empty pop tart box yeah and yeah. i get so grumpy because i do inventory oh my ridiculous. god would you walk around with a clipboard like counting yeah three. i mean food uh, cost is in line but our, our liquor cost is a little <laughs> out of control this week. um no i but i it's because inventory. you're making triples instead of doubles Oh, you know I am. Good Lord. Um, but the, I look around to see what we need, and I put a list together based upon that. Well, now I have to do shakedowns of stuff. Like, is this even a real box? Or like, what is this? And I will, if it's a fruit snack, if it's a Pop-Tart, if it's any type of treat, God, I sound like a terrible parent. I feed my kids all junk. I, it's, that's what it sounds like. I don't, by the way. Um, but just things like that, and you got to shake it down because I'll have no idea. And it, really really makes me angry like i'll throw the box maybe i have anger issues i don't know maybe it, know. Maybe, maybe it is anger issues maybe there's something else we need to uh, we we need to have a psychologist need, on on I, the show one time well i mean also me like i should read my own notes <laughs> dang <laughs> like, i don't know like and other things that really annoy me <laughs> let's talk about what upsets me today uh like when when people are at a gas pump and there's an open one in front of them, but they don't pull forward. Or maybe there was a car there beforehand. No, like they make the choice and then you're behind them and you have to like swoop around them and pull up and do the little back in them. Yeah, I do hate that. I That's do rude. Hate that that mm -hmm. should be illegal. You should get fined. You should have to pay an extra three cents per gallon. And you know for a fact that they're not, they're making the effort or the concerted decision not to move all the way forward. Honestly, I don't care. Um, you are an inconvenience to me at this point. So uh, I, I got gotcha. <laughs> you. You know, it should be down. illegal is pulling through a parking spot. So you know, when you have the two parking oh, spots back yeah. to back, and mm -hmm. you're too lazy to back into the uh, parking spot, so you pull. So you all just the pull way through. Like, I'm, I've done it before. Annoying. 
I don't typically do that. You know what? That speaking of parking spots, something that annoys me that should not is I have one parking spot that I typically park in at my apartment complex. Mm -hmm. But if I get home and someone's there in that spot, I'm like, you, we all know where we park. Like we have spaces. (laughs) Why are you doing this? You know, this is my spot. I've got, I've got a good one. The lottery people at gas stations. What? You are taking up way too much time. Like, like they take forever to decide what they want. And then they sit there and have a whole conversation because you know that they are at that gas station every hour because they'll they'll get a bunch of scratches and they'll win something. So then they come back and it's, it's their date. So they talk to the cashier forever. They take forever to decide, okay, I want a number 12. I want a number three. I want a number 25. First of all, dumb strategy. Don't buy one from each role. The odds yeah, of winning anything is like 3.7, 1 to 3.75. So you need to buy four tickets in, in series of four. If you buy tickets in series of four, your chances of having something won on at least one card. You know that the fact that you just gave people a strategy of how to win, you're encouraging people to purchase scratchers at gas stations. <laughs> no. So yeah, but thanks a lot, Scott. Listen. You you go in there and you say, I want four number eights. You get your tickets and you go. Okay? Correct. You can scratch them in the car and come back in if you want something. But don't stand there and take up my time, especially in the morning or the afternoon drive. Like, I don't don't have time for that. Now, I don't have a job, so I really don't have anything to do. I'm in a hurry to get back to nothing, okay? (laughs) But it's just just annoying. It's annoying. I don't like – I I would rather sit in traffic on I-4 – then go a route. I four, by the way, for those of you who don't live in Orlando, is hell. It's the major interstate that connects Tampa to Daytona, goes right through downtown Orlando. Always traffic, always under construction, always changing. It is like Hogwarts Castle, the staircases. Yes, the shifting the staircases. Shifting. Yes, that's yes. what I refer to it as. So the would, exits are always different. I would rather sit in traffic on I four than go any route that has any traffic lights. I hate traffic lights. Uh, yeah, so 436 is the devil's armpit. Oh, my God. 436 there's so many, is the worst. There's so many lights. It's Ooh. terrible. Um, that's something that also annoys me. Yep. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. And you look like then, you're really excited. Well, yeah, I'm at the gas station, so I, you know, I'll go and get a Diet Coke light ice, and there's always someone in front of me at the fountain that doesn't know what they want. Or what I'm to like, do. Yeah. Like and, once you fill up your cup, you got to shimmy to the side. You exactly. don't need to stand there and get your shit together. Especially, like go to the side. Ex- especially during COVID because back in the day, if someone was on the Pepsi side, no big deal. We can both access the fountain at the same time. I will get my Diet Coke. You get your cherry Pepsi. We'll be on our way. But now I don't – I try to keep six feet dif- distance at the gas station, mm-hmm. and there's always that one person – who just takes forever at the fountain. And I believe that everybody should have equal time at the fountain, but that doesn't mean you need to think about all of your life's decisions well, and, and then decide like, on what to drink. It's not even the decision-making. For me, it's when they're trying to like put the lid on and get the straw in. Do yeah, that go, over to the side. Yeah, go to, the, to like the, the prep table. There's like a prep area where you yes. can kind of fix your drink and all that and make your coffee and ugh. Yes, it's, I, I think we both agree on that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not yep. teaching my kids good uh, lessons in patience when yeah. it comes to things like that. You know what should also be illegal and isn't, or what really annoys me, is all of these Hollywood actors that look alike. 
It can I, get confusing. I almost lost 20 bucks this weekend. I was having a conversation with my sister and brother-in-law. We were talking about movies that she didn't think that she was going to like, and she loved them, like 50 First Dates. She just saw a, a couple weeks ago and absolutely loved it. She goes, I didn't realize I was going to love it that much. I was like, pretty much anything that Adam Sandler's in is gold. And she's like, oh, we watched Dinner dinner Murder Mystery or whatever yeah. with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. She's like, look, at least it had Jennifer Aniston in it. And I was like, well, have you seen uh, Just Go With It? She's like, oh, my God, I love that movie. And Dave Matthews is in it. I said, really? Dave Matthews is in it? Like the singer? And she's like, yeah. Who does he play? She's like, Nicole Kidman's husband, Ian, the I-Man. It's like, no, that's not Dave Matthews. I was like, that's that's the guy that got you too'd. Uh, or me too. Me you too. Me too. Oh, me too. You were way over season today. I am. I am. <laughs> I was like, no, that's the guy that got me too. He was in old school. And she's like, no, I'll bet you 20 bucks. When my sister says that, I like, nobody really bets with me if they, if they, they're not going to make a bet unless they are 100% sure. Not a hunch, but 100% sure. That's so at this true. point, I'm I like, I do it all the time. Well, the, yeah, but you're not. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I am going to end this call. I don't, you finished today's episode on your own. Can't handle so, the abuse. <laughs> So she's a huge Dave Matthews fan. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to mess with her. Maybe she's right, but I don't really think so. So I look it up on IMDb, Internet Movie Database. Sure as shit, Dave Matthews. And I'm like, wow, Dave Matthews is a great actor. He must. He was in old school. And like, no, there, he wasn't in No, old that school. was somebody else. So I'm looking it up, and, it's, and I'm like, oh, that's Jeremy Piven. Jeremy yes. Piven was me too mm -hmm. not Dave Matthews. And yeah. All this time, I thought that it was Jer or, or, or either Jeremy Piven or just a different actor that looked like him. But there's so many of these actors and actresses that that have a doppelganger. Yeah, shouldn't be allowed. The big one is uh, Jessica Chastain and Bryce Dallas Howard. Why is that the biggest one for you? I, because I, they're both they're both redheads. They look very very similar. They do look very similar. Yeah, another one that it took me forever to get over was um, Noah Wiley from ER. Mm -hmm. And Breck and Meyer from like uh, Euro trip or was it Euro trip? No, Road Trip and Road trip. Clueless. Mm -hmm. They look a lot alike. None of the, the I've never been in a situation where I guessed the person wrong. I don't think um, we we talked about Natalie Portman and um, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley, yes, yeah. that's really that they're the same human right. um you know kira knightley played one of padme's lookalikes in star wars oh that's uh, interesting yeah star wars the phantom menace kira knightley played one of natalie portman's like stand-ins yeah well that's pretty cool i i also think that what we say katie perry and zoe deschanel they look a lot alike they do like they, they look do. like they have the same parents essentially uh -huh. like yeah. they have differences i don't know if i would confuse the two but they do look very similar Right. Or Gerard Butler and Clive Owen. Yeah. Yep. They're similar. Amy Adams and Isla Fisher. They do look similar, but I think I can tell the, the difference. I, I can. I can. But it was funny. I was watching the Golden Globes and, you know, Sasha, uh, she's married to Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm -hmm. And he won Best Actor or Best, he, he won a couple awards for Borat. Mm -hmm. And she was sitting next to him. I was like, oh, I didn't know he was with Amy Adams. And then, uh, it, like, it, you know, had her name under there. I was like, oh, that's not, oh. That's, oh. Yeah. Oh. 
but I knew yeah. that they were two different people, but for some reason just, you know, got confused because she was in Wedding Crashers and mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo and <laughs> Adams was not. Scooby-Doo. I have a, I have a funny Scooby-Doo story. So <laughs> I, I went to Epcot once with a friend um, and it was during Food and Wine Festival and they're like, well, we want to go see Sugar Ray. Because Sugar Ray was in concert. And I'm like, oh my, I'm making fun of them. Because oh, it's I, I was Sugar gonna, Ray. I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, Mark McGrath. Uh, and he opened with the song that he performed in the first Scooby-Doo movie. Oh. And I totally fangirled out. I'm like, oh, my God, I know that song. I knew uh, he only did, like, five songs, but I knew all of them. And I was like, okay, actually, I like Sugar You're Ray. like, I can't, I can't make fun of you. I actually enjoyed yeah. this. <laughs> and then he was on, he was on uh, Celebrity Big Brother right before that, too. So... I fangirled out a little bit. You fangirled. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yep. I um, I feel like Hollywood really should limit it. Like they should have a database and be like, well, you're too similar to this person. So um, sorry, facial no. recognition. No nope. facial nope. recognition. Maybe but they should mix in a few. Go ahead. No, sometimes that could work out. I mean, you know, and there's a lot of fans that want Sebastian Stan to play Luke Skywalker. If they ever did a Luke Skywalker series, because he looks very similar to a young Mark Hamill. That's true. But it's they're not the same age. Some of these actors we're talking about are right the same age. Correct. Yep. They could be interchanged. That yep. shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. It's All illegal. Right. I voted on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's illegal. That's gonna do it for us today. Um Maybe uh, maybe That's next gonna... week Scott won't be in a bad mood. Yeah. That's gonna do it for us today. Make sure that you like, follow, share us on Facebook at No New Friends Podcast. You can email us, no new friends podcast at yahoo.com. Please message. message. We're going to get off this struggle bus soon. Don't you worry, buddy. Message and support us by clicking on the message and support link in the episode description. And we'll be back next week. Okay, bye.